Hey everyone, welcome to Unlocked, episode 278. My name is Marty Sleeve, I'm joined by Alana Pierce, Streets. Sean Finnegan, Hello everyone. and Destin Legary. Hi everybody. Ryan is at baseball camp, so he is not joining us today, but we have a lot to talk about this he week. He plays actually. baseball now. Yeah. That's what he does. Uh, obviously the big news this week, Scalebot has been canceled, uh, so we're going to talk, what does that mean for Microsoft? Um, we, there was a Halo Megablocks game that also quietly was never released, but canceled, but footage of that premiered. Uh, Alana went to CES, she's going to tell us everything about uh, Mass Effect there, and of course... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, everyone's favorite Xbox game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's just get the, obviously the biggest news of the week on IGN has been the fact that Scalebound has been canceled. This was super sad news for me. Yeah. Uh, rumors started circulating a little bit before this got confirmed by Microsoft, right? Yeah, well, so I, I said a month ago that I thought it was going to be canceled, and a lot of people made a lot of real mean videos about me on the internet. I said really? uh, That never happens. <laughs> mean videos about us on yeah. the internet? I said a month ago that I thought the collector's edition would come with an actual dragon, and weirdly, nobody got mad at me at all. Everyone <laughs> Well, Marty, now you'll get all because the ap- they were like, "That would be awesome." <laughs> Mar- you'll get all the apology videos now. Oh no, those, those don't exist. <laughs> the same thing uh, happened with me before No Man's Sky came out. I yeah. was like, "I don't think this game's gonna be very good," and people yeah. were really mad. Didn't get any apologies. I'm gonna make a yeah. weekly apology video where I just apologize for being on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Microsoft released a statement uh, after careful deli- deliberation. Microsoft Studios has come to the decision to end production for Scalebound. We're working hard to deliver an amazing lineup of games to our fans this year, including Halo Wars 2, Crackdown 3, State of Decay 2. Sea of Thieves 1, and other great experiences. In all seriousness, this super bums me out. Uh, I was really excited for uh, Scalebound to be kind of that game that is something, it's a new IP, you know, give it a chance, try it out, mm-hmm. support, support new ideas, and then yeah. they're just like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And uh, I, I was sad. I mean, it was... I mean, it's also platinum. An like ambitious that. Japanese yeah. action RPG, which is something you don't really associate with Microsoft Xbox consoles. And yeah, I think maybe... I don't know. The, the positive of this is that pulling that away maybe means that they are going to have to focus even harder on all of the other uh, properties that they're putting out this year because yeah. they have one that they have to take out, and it's pretty early in the year, so they have to do yeah. that. I mean, so they can focus on their PlayStation exclusives. When they say an amazing <laughs> lineup of uh, games for fans this year, they mentioned all those games, which is them hinting that all those games are coming out in 2017, which I think there's absolutely no way that happens. Like, we know Halo Wars 2 is for sure. Yes. That's coming out in like a month. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to play some... Recently, you probably can't talk about it yet, but uh, yeah, stuff's under embargo until the 19th. But me and Brandon Tyrell did get to okay. go over to the Xbox Loft and play Halo Wars cool. 2, a pretty significant chunk of it. So yeah, stay cool. tuned, IG, yeah. on the 19th for that stuff. Um, I, I made that remark because for me, Platinum's a, a fantastic studio, obviously, to a lot of people, and it just sucks that now we've lost our Xbox exclusive from that. Well, studio. yeah, but what I was saying is like that means they have to go even harder with delivering on the other Xbox exclusives, right? Yeah, does this mean we definitely you mean get Microsoft? Crackdown? Yeah, my, I mean, Microsoft, yeah. not yeah. Platinum. Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is worrisome because uh, so. Scalebound was revealed E3 2014 alongside Phantom Dust, which was canceled, Yikes. Fable Legends, which was oh, canceled, yeah. and Project Spark, which came out but buy ceased. Anymore. You know, it, it, it ceased development. Want to try something you creative? Play Spark, a by little the way? bit. Wow. Mitch and I messed around with it a little bit. I love Project yeah. Spark. That was a great game. Yeah, Mitch but, liked but when you think about yeah. this E3, this was also Crackdown Three was at this E3, still yep. not out yet. Like the, the, Crackdown Three is fine. Main, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you played it? Oh, yeah, I played it. It's good. I don't know if it's fine. Like I, I think it is fine for us to be a little bit worried about what's going on here. So I think Ryan brought up a good point. Like In the wake of this news, I saw him tweet like a tweet storm of just thoughts about this, and he's like, it's fine to question the bigger picture and wonder about sure. things, but I don't think it's any reason to panic. Like Microsoft no, people out, panic. Like, there's a I'm lot not- of big games coming out this year that are exclusive to Xbox slash the Microsoft platform, and those games are going to be awesome. Like I am not really worried about Crackdown. Or I, or I think it is fine games. to have a question mark with Crackdown, State of Decay, and Sea of Thieves. There are three games I'm State excited of Decay about. State of Decay is fine. There's, what is it? 
We have a piece of concept art. We know it's very fine. little about the three of them. <laughs> I mean, I think... Don't I'll, stop quite, Stop asking questions. <laughs> a month ago, <laughs> I, also a month ago, Scalebound was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's... I think it's all right for us to be a little bit worried. Like, I'm not selling my totally. Xbox One. I am excited for these games. Halo Wars is good. Microsoft, right? <clears throat> Halo Wars is all right, but it's not gonna like it's not gonna set the world on fire. Like, I love Halo. I'm not that excited. It's for very Halo much Wars. like a. I mean, Halo Wars, like the Halo Wars Two, I think is gonna be a game for those people who are hardcore Halo fans. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, not even just in terms of the Halo mainline games, but people who love the universe and the lore enough to want to play a game like that. Yeah, like me, which yeah. I think a lot. Like the first Halo Wars was like that too. Like I got into it because I was like. Uh, I really, really love Halo. Mm-hmm. I just want more Halo story. And yeah. then I played that game with like tempered expectations and was like, wait, this is actually pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it also looks cinematic and beautiful. Like I'm definitely into Halo Wars too. Um, but on yeah. your point, like I think it sucks that we're not getting scale bound, but I think that that entire press conference, what is it, 2014? Mm-hmm. That was the year after that basically terrible Xbox One launch where it was like, mm-hmm. oh, online yeah. only, connect. Like, I feel like that was yeah. them making up for it and just scrambling and having so much to fix. That they and looking really too know far to ahead mm. and showing yeah. games that Being were like, way too early. We really need to but, do this. Yeah. But yeah. that's what Sony does. They're just I mean, like, Sony did the same thing this Concept year. trailer, logo. I mean, Death well, I mean, Stranding, Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to make it a console wall. Like, yeah. that's a totally separate discussion, yeah. I think. My, my point here is just that I feel like that year... The fact that so many things fell through doesn't surprise me because that was their make good year yeah. where they were like, we really have to do a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think so you think they announced too early. Like yeah. that you think they should. Yes. I think ninety percent of games are announced too early. That's also um, yeah. I think what Microsoft needs to do, uh, especially this year's E three, is I feel like they need to go back to sort of their smaller slash indie focus. Like we know stuff like Cuphead's coming out. We know yeah. stuff like Below and Tacoma. We have a few. I'm super excited. Yeah. And so they need to, like with with Sony's New sort of. indies. Yeah. Sony's not, not indie those. presence hasn't been yeah. great in the last year. <clears throat> so I think it'd be great if Microsoft Conference this year was a ton of these smaller, awesome looking games that are all going to be coming out within the six months of E3. I'll bet yeah. you they do that. But at the same time, like we plan to see Scorpio later this year, mm-hmm. right? So I'll mm-hmm. bet you they're saving a lot of their like trump cards for that. Yeah. You know, like I'll bet you there's some Big games that are going to be Xbox Scorpio uh, launch titles, I mm-hmm. guess that yeah, we would call them, that they're just not even talking about yet because they want to drop like a big bomb mm-hmm. at a conference like E3. Yeah. yeah. But like regarding Scalebound, like I know a lot of people kind of had, like they saw the the gameplay at Gamescom. I was at Gamescom where they first did that like twenty minute chunk of gameplay. Yeah. And I it ran roughly, but it looked really interesting to yeah. me. And it looked like, like Dragon's Dogma, which I was like sold. Yeah. Plus, like I again, like you guys brought up the point that it's a new IP, and in this like era of remakes, HD remasters, reboots, all that stuff, like it's important to support new IPs. Mm-hmm. So one, I wanted to get on board for that, but also I'm a huge believer in Kamiya-san. Like me and Caleb yeah. in 2013 went out to Osaka and visited Platinum. We made this mini documentary, which you can check out on IGN.com, called uh, Hideki Kamiya's Secret Video Game Arcade. And it's just about his video game philosophy mm-hmm. and how uh, his history with video games growing up has influenced how he makes video games. And if you take a look at the games he's made, like mm-hmm. Okami, yeah, like Res- I mean, he's Resident Evil Two, Bayonetta, yeah. Wonderful exactly. One Hundred One, yeah, every one of these games is incredible and very stylistically mm-hmm. different. So I was just really excited to see a guy like that take on a game like this. Yeah, and so people also were a little worried about what does this mean for Platinum because mm-hmm. Platinum in the last couple of years they released fine. Wonderful 101 and well I don't you can't just say they're fine they released no, yeah, Wonderful so 101 everything's Bayonetta, fine Marty Wonderful 101 <laughs> and Bayonetta 2 which were released only on Wii U and did not sell well but they're releasing they huge IPs like, they're releasing the Ninja Turtle yeah those don't sell well those don't sell well and those don't no 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 but perform well. like, yeah, yes exactly. I'm like, sure that you kind of people have brought up this point that like you have 
you have like A tier platinum, yeah. which is like yeah, Bayonetta mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then you have these kind of shovelware titles mm-hmm. that it's they like do. But those are their money the makers. They're yeah. not their money makers. No, not. They do not sell, and they no. don't make a lot of money. Well, that's scary then. And they don't do critically. That's something I didn't realize. No, yeah. So that's the thing is they're they're. Cash grabs don't get them cash, and they spent four years on this game, which will possibly never see the light of day unless they buy back the IP. The thing Would- is, what if their cash grabs actually do get them cash from the people who own the license to those products? Like, what if Platinum is paid to make the thing from Nickelodeon? From what like I've that? heard, that's not the case. So I also mm-hmm. think, like, strange, those strange. games are kind of, relative to a game like Scalebound, they are cheap to produce. Yes. yes. Like, that, I played that Transformers game, and it's like, it's not the best game in the world, but it's decent. And like playing it, you're like this game. They definitely made it in like. But it it, it hurts the name yeah. of the studio. Like if Naughty Dog every yeah. every other year released a licensed game that got sixes, that would hurt the name Naughty Dog. Okay, but at the well, same time, if Naughty Dog released like something like Uncharted: The Lost Legacy or like Left Behind for The Last of Us every year, which they seem to be sort of doing, that are like mm-hmm. four hour small things. Sold. But if they're good. Yeah. Studios can do that. Yes, yes they're if they're good. good. I'm but totally behind look, that. Look at Insomniac might be a good example because they have, they have you know, Ratchet and Clank and uh, a lot of their flagship titles. But every once in a while, they'll release something that's not that great. I mean, they and released they, a bunch they, of VR stuff. A bunch of VR yeah. stuff and but Song it's good, of the Deep. Actually. Yeah. yeah. They, they get a pass. On the, yeah. Song of the Deep, I hate that. Um, but Camille yeah. also tweeted. Yeah. Did you read these? Yes, you can go on. He, he did a little tweet storm, so you can um, He said, as you may have already heard, Scalebound has unfortunately been canceled. I'm very sorry to everyone who is looking forward to this game. Sorry to bring you such bad news at the start of the year. All I can do is for you is promise to keep delivering fun games. I'll work extra hard to never have to let you down like this again. So I hope you will keep watching over us in the future too. And I took time off for my mental health. Me? No way. This is really Yeah, there was sweet. a rumor that was like he had a nervous breakdown and left the studio. And yeah, this was him it. squashing, being like, no, that didn't happen. Because he's also like, if you don't follow Kami on Twitter, he's one of the funniest people on Twitter. Because he just- <laughs> Legitimately he, one of my favorite yeah, He will oh, just yeah. publicly block everyone. everyone. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. Like people think, I've, I've met him yeah. in real life and hung out with him. Super sweet guy. Yeah. Like totally awesome and charming and really funny. Very like- Soft spoken. I mean, and then the he's made this a big like troll yeah. on Twitter, which this is like is my favorite. Slightly thing. a side note, but one thing that I find really interesting about internet culture is, you know, the Chinese water torture. How you get a dot on the middle of your forehead. What? This is, this is totally an interesting. He's point. Taking a left turn here. So, uh, people like getting one dot on the middle of your forehead isn't a problem. It's the fact that you get so many of them. So I was reading this study about why people who are prominent on the internet are more likely to be rude to people when they're really, really nice in person, like him, is because they get so many things that are repeated to them over and over and over again on the internet that it starts to drive them insane, whereas it doesn't happen in person, so they're totally different. Okay, wait. So I'm totally on board for the second half of that. What happens with Chinese water torture and <laughs> yeah, dots? The, you, they lay someone on like, never heard of this? a bench and they get I don't know if that's Chinese. on is it? the top of their head repeatedly that's a, it's a kind of they just like drip water on your forehead right. and it doesn't sound bad the point is when it happens enough like it drives you crazy <laughs> i've heard of this it's an interesting How that's point. Is, that a right? to this? is that a sex thing well he i that's why i think he's a dick. no oh yeah it's oh, yeah, not no. a sex thing so no, it's like, a torture thing. i was gonna okay. say i totally buy yeah. that philosophy yeah. like that is probably something that happens but for kamiya specifically i know for a fact that he thinks it's just hilarious well yeah. that makes him mean no it's funny because Aww. like he's not really being i mean He's not really being a dick, I think. He's just like, if you read them and think that he's just trolling people, which oh. he is, I think it's funny. Also, on Twitter, you have a right to block someone. He's being sarcastic. Well, someone told me I bullied them the other day because I muted them. You are a bully, yeah, though. You bullied me. This works. I just muted him. Yeah, it was anyway, me. <laughs> I think this is really sweet in that he kind of apologized and was like, I'm sorry for letting you down. I hate the idea that Dev th- thinks that they should do that. 
Yeah. Like, that's so sad. It's one of those, like, you don't actually like owe fault, us anything. Yeah. yeah. I just, I feel, I mean, not only in terms of the devs, but just, like, can you imagine, when I saw that game, like, it seemed pretty far along. Like, they canceled this, I don't know, maybe 60 or 70 or 80% into the development If you're it, showing like, a gameplay mm-hmm. chunk on stage at, at E3, I mean, I it's pretty surprising that a game like that. I mean, it sounds like it was in, it, its reach extended its grasp. It was a little too ambitious. It was this online Dark Souls-y multiplayer, four-player, yeah. dragon RPG. Giant open world. Like, yeah. yeah. Fantasy-like setting. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean... Hopefully we find out more information. Yeah, I, I mean, this is going to be an interesting story a couple of years from now. It's yeah. really hard. I mean... I really like that idea of the. Uh, I mean, I love. You're totally right in that it's possible that they're they aimed too high, but at the same time, it's like I don't know if a dev like that, like with such high pedigree and such an incredible single mind mm-hmm. like Kamiya, with Microsoft's backing, like what is too high in that situation, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. It's crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, um, it's tough. All right, moving on from that to uh, sticking with games that we will never be able to play. Uh, footage mm-hmm. of a Halo Megablocks game, codenamed Haggard, uh, appeared on the internet. Uh, and it was a 360 game, codenamed Haggard. Uh, it was dated from uh, September, November of 2013, and it was developed by N-Space, which is sort of a port house that ported a lot of AAA games to like Wii and Wii U and uh, 3DS. Uh, but if you looked at the game, like the footage is out there, you can you can check it out. The footage is really cool. Mm-hmm. It looks less like a Lego game and more like Ratchet and Clank. Mm. Like yeah. it's super colorful. It's these huge open worlds. It's third person. You're playing as Master Chief, and you're so. collecting sort of studs, building things. You're shooting Covenant. Uh, you know, it has all the guns, all the power ups that you expect from Halo. Which I kind of want to see the Halo <laughs> franchise branch out a little bit into. Sort of, I think it's big enough to have non-Halo games. So for me, Marty, mm. watching the gameplay, mm-hmm. uh, I like your point about like not, not doing traditional Halo. Mm-hmm. But for me, this one was too close to Halo. It just felt like Halo with a different skin on it. Mm-hmm. It was like third-person Halo, you know? Yeah. And uh, it didn't have the charm that the LEGO games have. Or at least, I mean, it's hard to do that when you're doing a concept. But I mean, it just looked like a Halo level with a, a LEGO skin on it, basically. Like and uh, Yeah, I totally I, like that, too. <laughs> like, uh, I played it, so much aesthetic, Big yeah. <laughs> Aesthetically, it looks great, but... If you don't have that charm and that storytelling, then there's not the differentiation between the two products. Yeah, I mean, Traveler's Tales is like mm-hmm. one of those British developers that, like, you know, like Rare and Lionhead have that very specific sense of humor that really works for Lego games mm-hmm. and yeah. N Space, who I don't know who they are. Probably I mean, I would be that. totally down for a um, Telltale Halo. Like, I would play that for sure if it was like covenant focused, because I find that lore fascinating. Like, that'd yeah. be really cool. I have a Halo encyclopedia. It's, I mean, it's huge, it's really thick, but it has so much Halo lore in it that you never see in the games, mm-hmm. which I both love and hate, because it's fascinating stuff, but at the same time, it kind of would be boring if it would have feed it to yeah. people all the time. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you guys don't have to convince me about a Halo anything. I love the <laughs> idea. I'm yeah. such a big Halo fanboy. I was about to say, like, just in the Scalebound story, like, when we were talking about not being worried about Microsoft's upcoming lineup. Like, to me, it really doesn't matter if they release zero games because I'm still just playing Halo 5. Oh, also, it should be <laughs> All mentioned, the time. they just released um, a new title update for Gears yesterday. Oh, nice. Which yeah, is... What you're wearing a shirt of. Yeah, nice shirt. Nice yeah, it's, uh, it's a really big update, so mm-hmm. definitely check that out if you're still playing Gears. It's awesome. Uh, the one thing is, like, I don't know, Mega Blocks, like... No I one mean, this cares is, about Megablocks. I mean, that was the like, thing. No one's is, ever cared about Megablocks. That's uh, about them cashing in on the Lego idea. I mean, no, according, I no, according to the story... Like, that's the entire point <laughs> of Megablocks. Yeah. According yeah. to the story, Lego didn't want to make the game because they said it was too violent and focused on guns, which I find really funny because there's Lego Indiana Jones, which has guns and Nazis, mm-hmm. and Lego mm-hmm. Avengers, where a bunch of characters have guns, mm-hmm. and Lego Star Wars, where a bunch yeah. of characters have guns, and Lego Gremlins, and Gremlins are terrifying. Well, Maybe they I mean, meant- Halo is warfare, though. 
Yeah, and I guess the, the There's primary... There's a way to make that cute. Yeah, but oh, like you know. the primary verb of is Halo there... is firing a gun. Plants versus oh. zombies is warfare. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you can't do that as warfare. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Some of Avengers is Warfare. There's, yeah. a, I can totally envision Warfare. a game, the Warfare, <laughs> that looks like a Lego game, which is like little, a little cute Master Chief running around with his Spartans, and like they're they're shooting stuff, but it's more like you know. I mean, grunts are still. I can grunts are too. Cute. I saw it, yeah. and it's grunts work. are like minions. Yeah. Yeah. They really oh, are. grunts are oh, a little no. bit too much like minions. Oh, oh God, <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> no, I love can I not? Grunts. We'll just scrub that part off. We're never going to say <laughs> that. Um, yes. So there's a Halo Mega Bloks game. We'll never see. Yeah, I just wanted to. I don't know. I want Halo to to branch out of. I, I still want it to do the the flagship first person games, but like Halo Wars is a cool step for that. There were those top down twin stick games that didn't do too well. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, but I think that's such a strong, awesome world, and I want to see them do more with it. They have really good mm -hmm. comics and books. There's yeah. a lot of uh, you know, there's two TV series. I mean, short running, but yeah. You know, the the peripheral stuff they do have is great. But yeah, I agree. Like I, I wouldn't say that I want them to do that. Like mm -hmm. I think they need to, but it would yeah. be totally fun to have more like extra Halo games that are different from mainline Halo for sure. Yeah, like I think a smart expansion into different types of mediums or whatever. Not even just mediums, but different types of games. So mm -hmm. in the same medium, but not yeah. like a mainline first person yeah. shooter Halo. I think that's not I want a Halo walking simulator. Yeah. <laughs> really want Telltale Halo now. Now that yeah. I've well, said so it, I'm like, damn. The thing man. Is like, I, I'm on board yeah. with the idea, but like for instance, a Telltale Halo is something I I wouldn't like if I was Frank O'Connor. Frank Connor? Frank O'Connor? O'Connor, yeah. What do you do? Do you steal the say, children? <laughs> well, I would just say, like, okay, that sounds awesome. Telltale's great at what they do, but what about Telltale's style of storytelling is Halo? Because Halo isn't just great storytelling and lore, which Telltale is great at, but it's also big scope and spectacle, yeah. which Telltale is not. No, no, no. At. My point you know is I mean? solely like, I mean, a dialogue story driven game. I don't necessarily mean Telltale to do it. I'm mm. totally using that as a blanket term. Like you, I agree. You, they, they have a smaller scale, especially in terms of environment, mm. whereas Halo is always really big. Yeah. Well, with Halo, you could play as like Halsey and make a lot of the decisions she had to make early on. It yeah. could be a whole story about that and creating the Spartans. That would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. My point There's is a lot of like, moral decisions. If you're 343, yeah. if, if you're Microsoft, like Halo's your biggest franchise and it's like a it's a mega franchise when it comes to games. Like you just want to be careful with franchise. how you expand it because you don't want to dilute the quality of it. Is all. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see more Halo this year. Ryan's prediction is that we get sort of an ODST four five at E three. Interesting. Well, that, that's like cool. I have his pipe I, dream. I hold, yeah. A, yeah. I hold a ODST in very high regard. Yep. Yeah, Same ODST, ODST rules. Um, sticking with sci-fi, uh, obviously last week we had uh, Mass Effect's release date of uh, March 21st. Yeah, we did. Uh, we got a couple more uh, <laughs> drops this week. We did. Uh, and then Alana has a lot to talk about from CS. But uh, the, sort of the, the news bits are that uh, there's going to be early access on uh, Xbox One version of Mass Effect. Uh, their quote Sold. is, yes, EA Access members get to play Mass Effect Andromeda early for a limited time. I imagine this means it's going to be like, like a, a week, right? Yeah. I, I, mean, I'm sold. I'm on Xbox. I mean, I bet That's it's going to it. be less than a week. Decision for me. And I bet a limited time means it's going to be like five hours of the game. You're probably right. Uh, yeah. oh. No, wait, like, what? I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to. I think for a limited time means legit, a limited amount of play time. Interesting way yeah, of reading that. Because no, there's no I, way they're going to let that. I think it's traditional verbiage, and they're saying EA access members get early access like two days for two days is what they mean by a limited time. That's so you get a two-day head start. I, think I don't think there's less. no way they're going to... Okay, you've played for an hour. Sorry, you're they've locked out until everybody gets They've it. done that before. Yeah, he's done that before. Where they've, where they've capped the time that you could play a game in early Mass access. Mass Effect makes sense to do that. Because you don't want the ending of the game out there before people exactly. can buy the game. That I mean, that hurt three in a yeah. way, but... Um, yeah. yeah, and then the other thing is that uh, GM Aaron Flynn said that there will be no season pass 
which is not surprising because the games have not traditionally had a season pass. Obviously, that doesn't mean there won't be DLC, but maybe the DLC will either be free or just be single drops that you. It does mm-hmm. call into question though their plan for DLC, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes well, in the past with big games like this, like. We've heard about like with Batman Arkham Knight, like we before the game even launched, we were hearing about DLC. Just like with same games, thing with Fallout, what, yeah, yeah, like same thing with Fallout. Like games where uh, devs and publishers are trying to entice players to play the game for longer than what you the story campaign might intend. Mm-hmm. Like they entice people with DLC so that you know that stuff's coming down the pipeline well, like a year later. Sure. We haven't heard anything about that yet, so this is kind of interesting to see to hear that there's no season pass. Mass Effect 3 was one of the early people to do the rec pack style thing with the yeah. multiplayer there. So maybe they're just banking on that again. And mm-hmm. what if, what if Andromeda does not have paid DLC? You never awesome. pay for anything, and how they make their money is the multiplayer system. I mean, uh, what, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, Titanfall say. has no all their DLCs free, right? I say yeah. without confidence. I said that without confidence. Uh, Titanfall relati- 1, are you talking no, about? No, Titanfall no, 2, I'm relatively sure okay. they came out and said all DLC for the game forever will be free. I do recall if that. They didn't, don't quote us. If mm. they didn't, We're not don't ju- make a mean video about me. Interesting. I'm going to make yeah. a mean video about me. Okay, but <laughs> they, on that note, uh, so I got to check I'm out... I'm going to apologize for being on the internet. <laughs> I got to check out the Collector's Edition at um, CES. So to start with the bad news, the Collector's Edition doesn't even come with the game. Oh, I hate Which that. Is yeah. Which is Here's the bad news. EA. You didn't bring the car back. No, I wish I had have. Okay, it's actually a pretty I cool I specifically story. requested <laughs> that you That doesn't make it legal, Destin. So we were checking out this thing called Airbar, which is this this cool thing that... Uh, that where you get drunk on a plane? <laughs> oh. Could be. That's a good idea. Yeah, thanks. Our resident alcoholic, myself. Marty Sleva. Uh, it's it's a bar that like makes your Shaky thumbs up. Mac touchscreen. <laughs> it's super cool. It basically gives it all the functionality of an iPhone or an iPad. It's cool. It's rad. So we were checking out this thing, and I was interviewing a guy about it, and then uh, one of my producers walks over and is like, that's the Mass Effect Andromeda Collector's Edition. I was like... What? Yeah. And this guy was telling me about this air bar. He's like, what is this thing that you're all suddenly distracted by? Because I was like, how is this here? Like, I was just like completely just walked away from this cool air bar. Yeah, thanks, bro. Bye. Like, like, Sorry, I need five. Well, I'm like, okay. I'm okay. If that thing was at like PAX or E3, everyone would be crowding around the mass we effect thing. Whereas people, at CES, no one cares. We were about the it. first people to make a video about it. We basically unboxed it. The video's up. There's a bunch mm. of photos up online as well because nobody else at CES even Knew what realized it was. what it was. <laughs> and he was like, a couple of people have come up and been like, oh, that's cool, mass effect. You but guys drove it around too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so it's basically a car. It's the Nomad ND one. That's kind of like uh, Marco or Mako, however you want to pronounce it's it Mako. in the US. We call it Marco because that's not how you say fancy it. Fancy in English. M A K O. That's Mako. You had an R. Oh. Mako. It's Mako. It's like NASA. And NASA. Isn't Mako the name of the character in Pacific Anyway, uh, the point Maybe. being, um, <laughs> it is like the modern version of that. So I think it's Andromeda's version. I don't think it's going to be quite so floaty, and. You can control it with an app on your phone that also has uh, video. So I guess there's a camera on the front of the car. You drive it around. You can look in it's video mode. It's called Nomad now. Yeah, I said Nomad oh. ND1. Oh, my God. I'm very tired today. Actually, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Marty said something in a meeting Come earlier, on. and then I, I said, said the exact that. same yeah, thing. Yeah, this is the multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Are you okay? Is everything yeah, right? I'm all right. I'll get That's through That's just listening online. <laughs> yeah. We're still talking about scale <laughs> I'm, I'm buffering. <laughs> so you, you can control it and see the video. You can also record video and take photos, or you can just turn the video mode off completely and just drive it around. It is super fast, like surprisingly really fast. That's I was cool. really impressed with it. Mm. It's really quiet, very, very easy to control, except when... You know, with any kind of RC car, you drive it too far away, and suddenly the controls are backwards, and you're like, wait a minute, that's not good. But aside from that, it was, like, super fun to play with, and my favorite feature is that it has lights on the front that you can turn on and off on the app. Like headlights? That's that's really cool. cool. It's very exciting. I also hope this means that 
the driving's better in this game. Like if you're going like if you're leaning yeah. hard into a collector's edition having a remote control car, I hope it's not butt driving like the first one was. I weirdly took it's that not as Marty. parallel, but I know that doesn't have any logic. I the, was like, the well, need for the speed team to, to design the, the vehicle for this one, so oh, I'm, really? I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, pretty confident. Yeah, you know, the, the yeah, people the, who know driving. The nomad, yeah. um, also, we got a really date. Did we talk about that yet? I'm not so oh, that was stoked week. on like an RC car type thing. I don't know. As a Am collector's I the only edition, who just like yeah. No. I mean, I'm so also. Just, I'm thinking they're gonna do other collectors' editions. I would, it's literally a toy. What are you talking about? I, would, no, I said I, I would, don't want a toy. Oh, okay. No, I would like feel the same. You want a statue that doesn't yeah, move? Yeah, like I want an awesome, well-crafted character statue cool. or something. Just don't play with it then. <laughs> I would yeah. feel the same way Sorry, if it didn't look so good. So it actually looks very, very good. It looks exactly like everything that we've seen in the game. So it's like. Even if I had this and never used it as a remote control car or a toy, it looks good enough to mm -hmm. be like a statue Sean, or a replica. Sean, I don't want a toy. Okay, don't play with it as a toy. Just put it as a statue on your shelf. No, but anyway. even then, it's just like, you know. That said, it is $180. Comes out on Cheap. the same I'm not buying it. time <laughs> yeah. as the game, but doesn't come with the game. And I think that is outrageous. That, no. It's crazy. I, I kind of let me, let me get the fact that, because a lot of people buy the game digitally. Mm -hmm. And so do you give a box give copy him, of the game or do code. you give a code? Well, what if you want the physical game? I mean, wh why does that matter? My, I just think that if you buy a, if, or if it's called the Mass Effect Andromeda Collector's Edition. And it doesn't come up. It's, it's it going to be called the Collector's Edition. Yeah, this is actually Absolutely. just a Mass yeah. Effect toy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a Mass Effect. It should be called Mass Effect the Mass Effect Andromeda Nomad Collector's yeah, Edition. Or or just collectors, no, anyone. not even yeah. Collector's yeah. Edition. Yeah. Collector's yeah. Edition implies like Collector's Edition of what? The, the game. game. Yeah. 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 But it's not the game. But it yeah. also comes with a Steelbook? Steelbox? Steelbook? <laughs> yeah, which doesn't have the game in it as well, which is just great. Really? But it does. That's nuts. really nice. You can't get. Yeah. Here's Steelbook. Yeah, that's weird. Nothing's in it. Yeah, did that with Battlefield. Yeah, they did that with Battlefield too. Um, Absolutely bizarre. Check Still mad if you're not trying to stay Weird going back. Uh, have they announced anything about multiplayer in Mass Effect 4? Do we know? Andromeda? Yeah. Uh, like it will have multiplayer. Uh, so they revealed a trailer where it talked about the Ark and the Nexus and uh, what those ships, the Ark is has 20,000 people on it and it flies around. That's mm -hmm. how you get the planets and stuff. And then there's the Tempest, the smaller ship. Uh, but the Nexus seems like, based on the very few screens that we've seen of it, seems like sort of a multiplayer hub. Right. There's going to be like a bar and there's stuff that you can you can meet other travelers there. They did say that specifically. Uh, beyond that, we haven't heard very much about how the multiplayer is going to function. Very, very interested to learn more. Yeah. I feel like we just haven't heard a lot about this Hit me up. Just email me yeah. directly. <clears throat> Yeah, we had. I guess we had that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, it seems like it's it's around two hundred dollars, but there are a bunch of different versions and of the uh, car, of the the game in general. Of the car, there's, there's a boy like version of the car and a girl car. It's very confusing. But it also says uh, DLC contained in Megin Messenger. No, that's that's for Battlefield. Never mind. That's <laughs> different games. Else. Yeah. Incorrect. Lords of else. Arabia DLC. <laughs> someone else referencing. <laughs> The fact that EA doesn't do the, the yeah. games with so, the collectors. Uh, yeah, I've been bugging the news team. They're like, hey, so like when you know when all the different versions of Mass Effect, can you just like do let me know what they are? Seems like there's a bunch of them, yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, right now it's just the car, the game, and then the base game, I think, because there's like one version of the game that has something. Are you thinking mm -hmm. of getting like a collector's edition? Well, I don't know which thing? one I want. Uh, like I don't really buy collector's editions anymore. I've just kind of, I'm tired of them. I've said this so, before. The last yeah. collector's edition I bought was the Halo 3 collector's edition, the one with the helmet. Yeah. And That's like so I one. bought it thinking that it would be a big enough helmet to put on. And then when it wasn't, it was I was like, that's the last collector's I, edition you know, I buy of anything. I didn't yeah. buy any last year, but I still really want that Dishonored 2 one. 
Oh, with What's the mask. The mask? Yeah. With the mask. It's like Corvo's mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. Is it's it like really an actual cool. hard metal? It looks cool. Zach has one on his yeah. desk, actually. It's yeah. really cool. We did I broke a Dishonored in real Don't life video a while ago with Naomi, and like we worked with uh, Arcane on it. Mm-hmm. Like and Bethesda, and it was really cool. But they were like, "Yeah, we can provide you the mask, which was like the big prop that we needed." Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Oh, awesome!" Because that's like we were thinking about how we were gonna make this and stuff, and it was gonna be really difficult. And they were like, "No, we'll provide it." And then they sent it to us, and it's like the get. It's like makes. It's like made of like masking tape. Yeah, like <laughs> a little bit of rubber, and like it doesn't look metal. It feels really weird, and it smells <laughs> funny. And Naomi had to wear it for like a whole day. It was so funny. outside sweating in the heat. Yeah, delicious. It was hilarious. Uh, but speaking of, did you see anything else cool at CES that people? Yeah, uh, so would there, care about? there are, there's a bunch of cool stuff. Like CES is such a weird show. There's almost always so much stuff that you just can't believe. So one of the things that I want to talk about is Sony's A1E series of TVs, which is coming out this year slash next year. These are TVs that don't have speakers because the display itself outputs sound with vibrations. Nope. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. What? What does that mean? How does that work? I have no idea. It's one of the great Does it sound mysteries. good? You know, it's funny because the one time that I walked past them, they weren't making any noise. Yeah. You're so just like, these things sound That's awful. because all it is is a concept. Yep. It's also like, <laughs> I just don't like that idea. Like, what if you crank strange. up the volume and then <laughs> visibly you can see your screen like vibrating yeah. because it's outputting sound. When a, when a Hans Zimmer horn comes on. That, yeah. yeah. Um, LEG... LG's new OLED TVs are less than three millimeters thick. Wow. Meaning you can mount them to the wall just with uh, like magnetic strips. Yeah. Which is insane. What? There's like tons and tons of curved gaming monitors as well. Um, there's just like so many peripherals. Obviously, Razer has the laptop with the three screens. Like, th- there's. I got stole. The $9,000 gaming laptop. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There's and there so was like stuff. brief mentions of Scorpio in terms of certain chips. There was. Saying, like, so powering Scorpio. That uh, I I went and investigated because basically for those who don't know there was did you wear a cool hat? <laughs> no, I, I, ma- I imagine Damn. if you're investigating, Regret. you wear a cool hat. Uh, yeah, yeah, because journalists wear cool hats all the time. Uh, there was they're called fedoras. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Milady, <laughs> a fedora with a, a notepad like in the side. <laughs> so there was a, an image that got uh, shown online of I think it was Raisin's booth. Um, Raisin's AMD Raisin R E Z E N I think is the yeah. There are so many companies that right. you've heard of at CES. <laughs> yeah. And it was to do with AMD, and they had, there was just a screen that some, someone took a photo of that basically implied that AMD was working on Xbox Scorpio. Mm. And uh, I went and spoke to AMD and was like, hey, what is this photo from? They're like, oh, that's from this video that's been online from our New Horizons event. You can watch the video on YouTube. It's not like it was something that was only at CES. Oh. Totally publicly available knowledge. And when I was like, so... Based on what this screenshot says that has Xbox Scorpio and AMD listed in the exact same thing, does this mean that AMD is working on Xbox Scorpio? And they're like, we can't answer that. And I was like, so yes. It was like, <laughs> definitely. So yes. But basically, they wouldn't say anything, even though that screen was. And then you put your one. pencil in your hat, and then Walked you were yeah. on your way. Yeah. yeah. It was good. And you went to a phone Got booth, and you went to your editor, and you're like, hot off the presses. Oh, also, the, the screen said something to do with um, VR support as well. So Interesting. that's a thing yeah. that I guess is happening with Scorpio. I mean, yeah, we've been predicting that it's going to have some sort of Oculus integration. Uh, hoping. Yeah, hoping. Uh, and that maybe that's something at E3. I don't know, judging like the lukewarm 2016 VR had, yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I do, think, you, do you rethink that? No, um, I think that VR just needs to be proven still. Like, I think people are like, oh, we don't have the right game for it yet. Mm-hmm. But Budget cuts. 
Budget there's cuts, a lot of music. Yeah, budget Simulator, cuts. But I, yeah. I, Super I, I do think that VR Super Hot's is really good in VR. Yeah. It's yeah. hot in VR, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's still, I mean, this is, we're in the infantile years of VR. So yeah. I, I also played a couple of HoloLens things there. NASA had a thing where you could explore Mars, but it's just the range on HoloLens is so small. Mm-hmm. It's like a little rectangle but and everything else. Strange. Is years away. It is, but it's like, you know, that's something Those that comes from Microsoft. It was right. a Halo thing at E3 a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I saw it. I don't know if you did. Yeah. Did you try it? Yeah. Yeah, I Me mean, t- I've talked about this on the show before, but I think it was two years ago at E3, yeah. they had like a Halo 5 experience where they built like a little ship and then you'd go in and get like a briefing on Warzone all in They showed a Brute. Yeah. They yeah. showed a Spartan. But like, yeah, you're right. The the range in the lens that actually activates the augmented reality is super small. It's yeah. like a little square. Mm-hmm. You also here, have to have it, it to be situated perfectly yeah. so that you can actually see the whole thing. And right. But... Yeah. When you're looking through that little square, it's really cool. Like, yeah, it'll like there's change. there's characters up here. They're doing they're fighting each other and yeah, it, like it's they, neat. It's very they tell cool. you they direct you during this Halo experience to like uh, they're like look out this window and then like look out again through the little box and yeah. there's this whole world out there of like ships and like mm-hmm. planes and all this stuff from the Halo universe that you know is there because of augmented reality. Mm-hmm. But like if I the way I look at it is like you know how self driving cars are like being tested right now yeah. and obviously when that becomes consumer technology it's not going to have this spinning radar on top of your car but like the tech is big and bulky and unrefined and then once the technology gets better and better the product itself will get smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. i mean would i figure the same thing is with augmented reality like hololens yeah. will get yeah and vr there are like, a bunch of uh, bigger and better and more comfortable yeah the, my point that was really just i don't think that their focus with um hololens right now is to push it towards gaming and all which some people were kind of guessing when it yeah. first came out i don't think ar is really designed for that but yeah. there were also a bunch of accessories at ces that make vive oculus psvr not psvr actually the mm. other two uh wireless yeah like little belts that you can wear that like effectively like make it so that you don't have to hot vr girdle <laughs> I mean, I've worn a laptop on my back. I will do it not oh, you ever did, do that. Yeah, and you did that like weird. What was it called? Like the Rift or? Um, it was like a horse. Zero latency. Zero latency. Yeah. 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 You look stupid exciting. enough wearing a VR helmet to wear a little belt like in a fanny pack that makes it wireless. You know, never I don't care how I look when that. I'm in VR. But you get really style think points for everything you do, Alana. It's, well, it's not Devil May Cry. It's fine. <laughs> in order to be cool, you have to look cool. It's <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, speaking of cool, the coolest thing in the world is Kingdom Hearts 3, according to me. Well, I'm a big fan of Kingdom Hearts I 3. I like Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if I'd say that. Uh, there was an update from uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3, which is coming to Xbox One and Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is currently not announced for Xbox One. Uh, director Tetsuya Nomura, uh, who provided a development update on the development of both the games, saying that they are, quote, still have a ways to go before either title is uh, ready for release. Uh, he talked about how Kingdom Hearts 3, that there are, quote, uh, worlds still untouched, which I don't know if that means... We haven't started building these Marvel worlds yet. Worlds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. Uh, uh, and then he said just that... Just a uh, philosophical comment? Yeah. <laughs> just in general? <laughs> there are other worlds than these. Uh, but Eric uh, Hernandez in our Facebook group, uh, which is facebook.com slash groups slash podcast unlocked, uh, said, do you think that the previous Kingdom Hearts games will make their way to Xbox since Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming to Xbox One? Which is... So this is a really weird thing, is that Kingdom Hearts has had... A dozen-ish seven. games? No. A dozen. Caleb told me seven. No, no console there's loyalty. Seven. It's like they're all over the place on different platforms. Yeah. And they've released on different platforms, which I kind of think well, is mean. At this point, soon PS4 will have every game. All of on them. It. Wait, yeah. Why is that mean? 
No, I just think it's people, weird. People, like, when they were coming out, people would have to buy different platforms just to play all of the like, games. They were only on the, like the DS. DS for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is interesting. Like, if you are excited for Kingdom Hearts 3, which you should be because Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are super cool, yeah. um, but you've only had Xbox consoles, you don't really have a way to go back and sort of catch yourself up on the series. There's actually no way to go yeah. back and play that without it, buying a PS4. It seems like it would be a very obvious... Uh, thing to do, but I still don't know how all the titles work when it comes to licensing with stuff like that. Like, I don't know how that. I mean, we we they've they've they ported like Dream Drop Distance, which was a 3DS game, to PS. Right, right. I mean, but maybe there was some kind of deal at some point where they were like, you sure. cannot have this on. Yeah. Xbox or whatever. Like, I I really don't know how that. Yeah, works. or maybe uh, they're just looking at it in like sort of cost analysis, meaning like it's not worth us porting this over yeah. for the amount of sales. It would I'm being very That's what quiet I was say is because like, I know so little about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts either, but just like philosophically, I think it brings up a good point, which is like we live in a world now where we're getting sequels, sequels to often big games, big games that are part of franchises that extend way back. Do you think developers and publishers have some responsibility to make a sequel? contextually right for gamers like let's say I've, I've never played a kingdom hearts game like does the publisher owe me the opportunity to catch up on one and two they don't. i think way? that uh oh. responsibility and oh are totally the wrong words 100 percent no but uh i think the smart thing to do in terms of sales is instead of doing that necessarily is to make the game make sense to someone even if they haven't played the others, like Gears 4 did a really good job. So like an yeah. overture at the beginning or something like that? Like Maybe, or, like or just a Star Wars The Force Awakens kind of <laughs> No, 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 not even that. Just have it in be Mass able to, have, have the game be able to stand on its own. Yeah. So Force Awakens can be the first Star Wars movie you've ever seen, but if you have pl seen every Star Wars movie, then you get a little yeah. bit more out of Cute it. Cute references. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying this is the best way to handle it, but with Mass Effect 2 and 3, Dark Horse actually published an interactive comic where you could choose your outcomes in different scenarios. That's right. And then those cool. choices would carry into the game i mean well, it was kind of a unique idea it's yeah. different for mass effect because the choices do carry on the choices so matter but uh just a presentation up front explaining where you're at and who these characters yeah. i like are. that and that's kind of what i meant like not necessarily like okay you're getting gears 4 it's on microsoft to make sure that if you've never played gears that you have easy access to gears 1 2 and 3 not something necessarily like that right because yeah like you pointed out there's licensing issues also from a business perspective it may not be cost effective for them to port old games from old sure. consoles when they're going to sell like 5000 copies or 10000 yeah, copies they're doing it though and but I like, imagine yeah, maybe a comic or something I mean, like but I also, way I mean, I, I imagine read, that's like this is some a, way I just have to avoid reading wikipedia this is a 15 know, story 15 year old series yeah i think like i think you're getting close to that Maybe and they're remastered i feel like at that. this point if you've had interest in kingdom hearts you've probably bought a playstation something and played it probably like at least I, if i was interested in something for 15 years i would have saved up money to buy something so i could have played you, these games right. also like a ps2 you could probably get a ps2 in kingdom hearts one and two for like 30 bucks i mean there so, are things about the gameplay of kingdom hearts 3 that would be off-putting to people that sorry kingdom hearts 1 and 2 that 3 doesn't appear to have because mm -hmm. 3 doesn't seem to be like as turn-based like i wouldn't call the first two turn-based but i mean the combat looks more fluid in 3 is yeah oh yeah it just looks yeah so it looks like less uh like choosing things from a menu and mm -hmm. more like running in and like a real-time action game yeah. yes that's what i'm trying to say so i feel like that probably 
is going to make some people buy into Kingdom Hearts 3 where they wouldn't have in the other two. Yeah. Or the other... Or so if they do start showing worlds from, from recently purchased Disney properties, like if there is a Guardians of the Galaxy world, or, I mean, we know there's a Big Hero 6, mm -hmm. so maybe there is a Star Wars world, there's Pixar world, so maybe it's like people are interested in these newer Disney properties and not so much, you know, Pinocchio and Winnie the Pooh and, and Peter Pan. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, when I read the script today, I'm like, why are we talking about Sony games, seeing Kingdom Hearts 3 on the schedule, yeah. you know? I had no idea that it was coming to Xbox One until I did a little bit of research yeah. before the show. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, uh, who's dropping the ball here at marketing that this game is also on Xbox? Because mm -hmm. Sony's doing such a good job. Yeah, it's only appeared on stage at Sony yeah. conferences. Yeah. I still think of a lot of franchises that way. Kingdom Hearts being one of them, I still think of Final Fantasy as like a Sony thing. Dude, I like until sure. a month and a half ago, I, I completely forgot that Resident Evil was coming to Xbox. I thought for some reason it was a timed exclusive to PS4. And wow. it's like, nope, day and date, Xbox One. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. It's just because they have I mean, they've Tomb only showed it. The same yeah, thing. Totally. Um, well, except Tomb Raider actually came early. Yes. Yes. But I mean, there are still people who don't even realize it's on PS4. It's on, yeah, totally. Another reason Microsoft needs a fan-like event similar to PSX. You know, they have it in Australia. Really? Yeah, they have an event like that in Australia, and it's, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It might, be, it might even be FanFest or something like that, but it's, Sounds right. it's really cool. They took a bunch of people out um, <laughs> to race cars. Like last year for Sounds Forza, awesome. like Sounds they do great. tons of cool stuff. On the I feel beach? like it's just a budget thing. No, it was, it was on a track. <laughs> okay. It's pretty legit. They didn't um, drop you out of a helicopter. Well, I didn't. <laughs> it wasn't on Bondi Beach. On so you don't know. It could have been on a beach. You're right. It could have. Yeah. <laughs> There's I really don't no way. No, so. It's never been chronicled. No images. Um, and then just a final square note is that uh, they announced that Final Fantasy 15 has shipped over six million units worldwide, physically and digitally. Uh, that does not mean sold through. It just means. You guys been playing that. Well, Have you played it? That game is awesome. No. It's fantastic. Yeah. Never played a Final Fantasy. You would trip. totally like it, dude. You would absolutely like it, yes. Like, the road trip one, right? It is absolutely... Why, why wouldn't I like it? it? Why would I like <laughs> it? Well, my thing is that I imagine that you would be the kind of person who was like, I'm never going to play that. So I think that you would like it, too. My point is that oh, okay. I imagine Sean yeah, would more stubbornly would like assume that he wouldn't like it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I don't make up my mind about things having never played them, but it's just never been like... I RPGs are very I love RPGs but only very specific ones. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of RPGs where people are like you would love this and I play it and I'm like eh. what kind do you like? Like Bethesda RPGs? Well, yeah, so even then like open world Mass stuff can be like hit Mass or miss for me. Yeah, yeah like I love sure. I I tend to like more in terms of sensibility more western style RPGs that are story and character focused <laughs> as opposed to Fantasy 15. Really? Yep. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean is it open world? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the one of the worries about much. it for me is that it's open world. Like I don't, I never got into GTA or Red Dead or any of these games because of the open world. Like I've said this before on the show, but like if you drop me, if your game is the type of game that drops me into the world and it's like you can do anything, it doesn't. My instinct is to do nothing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't do that because the open world is not half as populated as it is or alive as it is in GTA or Red. Yeah, Dead. but in that same breath, well, like that doesn't mean I don't like open world games because there's I. I 100%ed Morrowind, and I played a ton of Oblivion, mm -hmm. and like uh, I hate open world Fallout games. 3. My favorite games are Oblivion and yeah, Morrowind. Fallout Three, like I played like a hundred <laughs> so hours Oblivion. of that. Like I, there's some that really resonate yeah, with yeah. me. Yeah, this is different taste, but yeah, yeah, I I love Final Fantasy 15. Like I mm -hmm. played it for I think like nine hours straight or something at one point. Like it's just so positive, which is you know my favorite Final Fantasy game is nine, which is probably the happiest one yeah so it's like having this kind of feel just as happy and there's no angst like we had with kind of lightning and mm -hmm. i always thought cloud was a dick so it's like yes. it's nice having people be very happy yeah my, cool. my challenge with these games is i always worry about missing the wave you know like mm -hmm. everybody it's come out nobody's really talking about it now so if i play it i'm just like 
oh, like, who am I going to talk to about it? Like, Everyone everybody's so going to be talking it. about it. I mean, I feel like our, feel that way our wave went late. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, fe- I feel like Vince and, and Brendan Graber on the guides team and Jared played it right when it came out, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. for work. And then, like, the two of us and, and Max, who are talking about it now, Three really people in get... my household are playing it right now. Yeah. The fourth oh, that's person cool. I live with is going to start it soon. I have it. I yeah. own the game. Well, so, yeah. Th- I live with a couple, and what they're doing is one of them will play it on the TV, actually on my PlayStation 4, and then the other one is playing it using their second PlayStation 4, oh. uh, streaming it. So it's mm-hmm. like they're both sitting next to each other, one on a laptop, one on a TV in the same room playing Nerds. Final Fantasy fifteen <laughs> every night while I'm downstairs <laughs> playing it on Xbox. Like, <laughs> people are still playing it. Okay. Yeah. It's 100% a thing. Uh, I'm friends with a lot of games people on Facebook, and they all are tweeting or talking about yeah. it. Yeah. It's weird. I, Maybe they're like, really okay, I have sales. time before Resident Evil. Well, it's also just know. a game that I think for yeah. regular people whose <clears throat> job it isn't to play video games, it takes some time to get into a game like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. you talk about waves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's weeks or months later now where people are getting to that point where we're like, wait, this game's awesome. I've been playing it for a while now. I mean, yeah, that was now me with, that was me with Dishonored. Right? Like, I started playing Dishonored over uh, Christmas break. No one had talked about it before. Game nope. of the year. That's not The Witness was Game of the Year. Well, technically, Overwatch was Overwatch our game Overwatch was actually our Game of the Year. <laughs> uh, it's always gonna be the witness in Pokemon Go to me, uh, but no, I finally got a chance over Christmas break to start Dishonored Two and Final Fantasy Fifteen because I was like, all right, I could I could breathe now. I don't have to work for two weeks. I'm playing those. I'm like, God, these are so good, and yeah. I'm yeah. so bummed that sort of that. Initial, <laughs> You're right, Marty. That I, I feel so bad over Christmas break. I was like, I want to catch up on all these games. I need to play Firewatch. I need to play Dishonored. I need to play, you played play Halo. Gears. I need to play Titanfall. I literally just played Halo <laughs> the whole time. Has anyone here played Virginia? That's one of the <laughs> yeah. ones that I downloaded. I've heard a lot playing. of yeah. that's, that's a like a cool. It's two hours. Thriller game mm-hmm. indie yeah. on Xbox. Yeah, it's it's a narrative game that doesn't have words. Yeah, interesting. But it's like a detective it's story. Like it's like yeah, it's sort of Twin Peaksy, Deadly Premonition actually. Sold. Right. Yeah, so I'm gonna play that. Yeah, uh, I bought it, cool. but didn't end up getting around to it on yeah. holidays. Very cool. Um, our last news story, Destin. Yeah, a video game has a release date that you are excited for. It sure does. Injustice Two, May sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. And the way Ed Boon teased this, it was just I two. Uh, one seven or one six seventeen, and yeah. and like we're like, like well, dude. is that the date? Is that a yeah. stream? Andrew, was, I, Andrew know, our news yeah. editor, was so upset when he tweeted that out. I'm like, like God, just date. confirm it. Well, yeah, it was. We were ninety. <laughs> I know sure we have a responsibility. Well, but, at a yeah. glance, I walked by Destin's desk and I was like, what even is this? Is that a date? Because like, there's yeah, they did it with dots, right? So yeah. it's like I two dot month dot date dot five dot one six. And I was like, what am I look? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I feel like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then they clarified they're like <laughs> they posted a picture of the game with Injustice 2 on a date. I feel like it was but one of those things. They still didn't confirm it. I feel it. like it was one of those things where Ed Boon was just like, I'm going to do this. And then, like, all, everyone in marketing and PR is just like, what the hell just happened? I mean, all, <laughs> this week, all he was like, everyone will understand this. And then was like, wow, people are a lot dumber than I thought. Yeah. What if Ed's just in his office? He's like, I made this sweet Photoshop. I'm posting it. <laughs> like, I guess what, everybody? This is the release the date. It's not that we were dumb. It was just like journalistic integrity. Like, oh, yeah. we couldn't have posted that yeah. it was. Yeah, confirmed. because we don't have comments. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but and yeah, he's, it he's is cool. Confirmed. I like Ed Boon yeah. a lot. He actually shared one of the. I featured a. He's a cool dude. Uh, Kotal Khan um, cosplayer on the site, and he shared yeah. the article this year, which was cool. Cool. last year, yeah. which was really cool. He's, he's, he's really just cool guy. fascinating dude. When, when I played through Injustice One again at the end, after announcement of Justice Two, he retweeted my stream. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh wow, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Cool. This is sort of in the yeah. same. This is the same-ish time frame that uh, Mortal Kombat Nine, Ten, and I believe the first Injustice came out in. It was mm-hmm. that like pre-E3 spring. Yeah, because I remember Mortal Kombat Nine came out the same day as. Portal 2, which I think was April. This is a great window for Injustice 2. I made a video called Portal Combat from Maker Studios back in the day. Go check it out. 
<laughs> it's real cool. Why are you plugging you another site? Uh, because That's I'm in it and I made it. I can do that. Right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. This also is the furthest confirmed release date of 2017, which I find interesting. I got a question for you what three. Is it, May? Yeah, May 16th. I got a question for you three because yeah. I know I'm a big fighting game guy. Do you have any interest in Injustice Absolutely. 2? Absolutely. You do. You're I, into comics and stuff. So is that yeah. why? No, I like fighting games. You do? Okay. Yeah. So it was okay. like, I, you know, I've I spoken know about, about Marvel vs. Capcom. I, yeah. That's my favorite fighting game alongside Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Love uh, MVC, and basically when Injustice came out, it was like getting the DC side, and I prefer yeah. DC the story. comics, basically. The story's so. not bad, either. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I really like the Joker in it, and I thought he was really cool, I mean, but yeah. The story is... He dies. I didn't play the first Injustice. I'm not a big fighting games guy, but Joker I read dies. the whole storyline from the game for research for a project, and uh, it's crazy alternate timelines yeah. different mm-hmm. heroes most like, fighting games have nonsense stories yeah. Yeah. like complete totally nonsense yeah. like Soul Calibur I still don't understand yeah. what's happening yeah that's my thing that. it's weird I always think of myself as I don't like fighting games mm-hmm. but I play every Soul Calibur game every NetherRealm game yeah. every MVC and oh, yeah. uh, every Smash no, it's not that I don't I do like, like fighting games, games. Yeah. some people just get I very into them I suck oh yeah I'm real bad like, fighting games you don't okay, need to be good to play like Injustice like you can get through the campaign yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. like I used to play uh, when Mortal Kombat 9 came out. I played it with my ex a bunch, and she like, doesn't play fighting games, and she was having a super good time, and she yeah. actually got sort of good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which I think is cool. The um, thing that I like about Injustice specifically is like I'm a big DC Comics yeah. superhero person, so I just like seeing all of like I like seeing people get creative with all those heroes' special abilities and like the cinematic sort of finishing moves and stuff. Like I think all that's super uh, cool. The uh, I don't remember what they call it when you like switched environments basically. I like fully changed the environment by mm. doing a super move. Mm-hmm. Stage transition? Is that what they called it? I, I don't remember the actual term they used in. I don't remember the PR term, but it's like a stage transition. Yeah. If you, if you do a, if you do a you powered like, move mm-hmm. near it, the edge of a stage, it'll transition yeah, yeah, yeah. to a different area. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I feel like yeah. there was a name for it. But yeah. 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 That was super cool. Yeah, like, I love seeing that kind of stuff. It was I also like kind of like the environmental stuff where it's like when I first saw a character like there's this car or something sitting in the background and then mm-hmm. some Superman like picks it up. And yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Whoa, like, I didn't know you could you, do yeah, that. Yeah, you throw yeah, someone like, into the background. So the thing is, Superman can do that, but a character who like doesn't have superpowers, for example, they'll like use it as a jumping yeah. platform instead. Uh, cool. So uh, each character kind of tackles things differently. Or like if a character who has superpowers would normally throw a heavy thing down, like Batman will put a bomb on, on it and it'll explode. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's really cool that they paid attention to little things like yeah. that. Yeah. My only complaint about Injustice is like I'm used to playing... Marvel versus Capcom and Soul Calibur, so I yeah. feel like NetherRealm makes different. slow stuff, and I find that frustrating. But it's yeah. like it's you feel a, like Injustice Mortal, is I mean, slow. Mortal Kombat's yeah. always been yeah. slower than like Street Fighter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just feels like like I, that's absolutely not a flaw. It's just that I'm not used to it, so I struggle playing it. Like yeah. I get frustrated. It is a different kind of game. You totally. you have to adjust to it. Almost but once absolutely. you do, once you do, you feel pretty good, and uh, it does get mm. a little faster. Yeah. There's yeah. this great video that we did back in the day of uh, Destin playing Injustice, where he gets bodied by Hunter Pence. Go check that out at some point. Oh, cool. We had a rematch too and I lost again. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's, at least you have more money than he does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are not going to really close out the show out. with uh, uh, games or games with gold or trivia because uh, I built this. Ryan died. So, because, because Ryan died. Ryan, Ryan will be back next week. What's, Ryan, what's Barpo? Barpo? Fire. It's Barpo Fire. Yeah, that's, that's what this 
Alonga, let's do Barple Fire. Beyond What's Barple Fire? White calls it. Uh, we Pop took uh, listener questions, and so we are going to answer them. The first where did we take the questions from? I don't know. Where did you take them from? The Facebook group. Facebook group. Which is facebook.com slash groups. I love this first one. The first one is from Yeah Donan, who asked, What's your favorite in game dog? Destin, have you ever made a list video of the best dogs in Check out top 10 dogs in video games. Are you serious? Yeah. You worked so hard on this project. great. And then I'm like, Okay, like, I'm going to get real serious here. Dogs that are not actually dogs, they're just programmed to be dogs, do not count. Yeah. So, like, everybody's yeah. like, had, where's the dog me from so Mega Man? We had logistic yeah. debates of, like, whether Rush from Mega Man was a dog. <laughs> no. or whether yeah. I'm like, he's programmed to be a dog. That doesn't make him be a dog. <gasps> yeah. He's not sentient. Yeah, man, you should have worked. You should was totally a dog. Actual dogs are sentient, though. Is Which a wolf one? a dog? Yeah, and then wolves actually don't fall into the canine category. <laughs> I had yes, this turned this into like great. a way more difficult you project than I wolves. thought. It was a joke yeah. feature that ended up. We put so much. <laughs> we had so many actual pre-pro meetings, like discussing the ethics yeah. of this feature. Oh my God, right. I so, guys, so uh, I found out some stuff about canines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wolves aren't. Technically they're they're separate. Well, yeah, for this question, I think yeah. it's fine. Uh, I'm a Tarasu. I would have said I'm a Tarasu, but otherwise, I'll say dog meat. Yeah, that's the easy one. I yeah. was going to say, but I guess if we're going according to your... No, we're uh, not. Oh, okay. This is not that list, but uh, if you want to watch it, yeah. I think the robot's name is Dog from Half-Life 2, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like I lo- It's named yeah. Dog. I believe it's named Dog, yeah. yeah. That's uh, my favorite. I feel like I really Deadly like, Premonition probably has a dog in there somewhere. I really like Angelo uh, from uh, Final Fantasy VIII. You summon him every once in a while in the battle. I like the dog from... Uh, Earthbound because he's at your he's in your party at the beginning of the game, but he's a coward and he runs away. Every yeah. dog in dog Watch Dogs too. Dog meat, yeah. yeah, I said dog meat. Oh damn it! Every, <laughs> that was <laughs> the first. He's still talking about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there. Uh, yeah, any dog that you could pet in Kingdom Hearts. I like the Nintendo dogs. Dogs. Yeah, uh, can we just rush? generally all of them? I like the dogs in Watch Dogs too that you can pet. I yeah. said that too. <laughs> See, look, he's oh still, my god, he's still seconds. Wait, away. something is seriously. Right. Were you serious? Yeah. yeah, we literally just said that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Uh, The next question is from Harry Empson. Are you guys looking forward to Halo Wars 2? It's not been mentioned much on the podcast. Well, isn't this your episode, Harry? (laughs) Uh, Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we've spoken about that. Yeah, so I guess probably by next week the embargo will be up. Yeah, what's today? No, the 15th is... 11th. Sunday. Next week. Sometime next week. week. Eight days from now. Uh, Eight days from now, content will go up. And if it's not... If it's not on that week's episode, it'll be on the episode after that. I'm yeah, like, well, why don't we just push the episode a day later so that we can? Ryan had to push it early, remember? Oh, that's right. No. Yeah. I'm Scheduling. We're ex- I mean, I'm there. excited. I can't speak okay. for you guys. I'm excited about it really because I remember attention. the first one really fondly, and <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Halo guy. And one of the things that stood out about the first Halo Wars was like you went into it with tempered expectations, and you played through the campaign, and the story was really cool, and all of the cutscenes were done by Blur, mm-hmm. and so it was beautiful. Yeah. And I remember being super surprised and then it turns out like i was a big hater of rts on console because i don't think you could do it really well and then they did it pretty decently Mm -hmm. and uh again we'll have more full impressions of what me and brandon played at this uh event last week on the 19th yeah there's a bunch of gameplay footage that we captured so you basically you'll be getting a lot more impressions and uh opinions very soon because right now we can't actually also i am looking forward to it yeah i am looking forward to all the cutscenes being cut together into a video that I can watch, which we will do. Yep. Who's and, doing that? Uh, one of the gameplay guys. <laughs> no, no. Uh, He's a boss. He doesn't yeah, have to I, do it. I, I haven't played the game, so I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah, but I can tell you the headline right like now. Casually. Every Halo yeah. Wars 2 cutscene ever. Well, Look I, for that on IGN. I know what the headline's going to be, and that's, yeah, that's what that I'm like. Right blur. <laughs> blur, like you said, Blur making the cutscenes. I was paying attention. I mean, the stuff we and, saw at E3 was I mean, honestly, stitching together Halo Blur cutscenes is the best Halo movie we're going to get. Mm hmm. 
Oh, and then we're getting the the remaster of the original. It, is it out already? I don't remember. Don't know. Not sure. Yeah, so you can catch up on those too. Well, I think I remember them saying it was going to be bundled. I can't remember. It's like a pre-order incentive. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. That makes sense. Um, next question is from Andrew Padula, who said, oh "What God. were your favorite games of 2016?" Nope. As no. No. Nope. I read it, nope. I was like, what "Read up? it again." No. Read it again. Not games. Oh, films. Sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I read that, but oh. said games because as soon as it s- said films, I was like, "Sean." <laughs> I just I I don't want to get too into the weeds here because I could go on and on, but like uh, it's Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ten Cloverfield Lane was really good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm. You guys want to go first? I have a lot to say. I mean, oh. the, the correct answer is La La Land. I really liked Moana, Moana a lot. Really That's um, your favorite film of of the year. Well, I can't remember what came up like before Zootopia that because I can't remember anything for more than a month. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, for more than five seconds. Yeah, yeah, for more than five seconds. Uh, I, I, I a lot. really enjoyed Moana. Mm. I like that there wasn't like a romance shoehorned in there i like that uh i like that the character that the rock played was actually a jerk to the the it, it really i like their yeah. dynamic yeah. at the beginning yeah. it wasn't like your traditional uh disney film you know it's th- this girl learns how to you know grow up and she <clears throat> saves her island and she does it through unconventional means Spoiler. it's an interesting film because i think in terms of the oh, story she dies <laughs> spoilers <laughs> yeah in terms no. of the story i think it's pretty paint by numbers but the world is so well realized and designed the it's music fine. is all the really music. good and yeah. the character work yeah really lin-manuel cool. miranda from hamilton yeah and it just that's yeah. just another like it's another example of the rock just killing it yeah and like yeah. he's expanded like if you think about his he's career trajectory, like he started as a wwe guy and then he conquered action movies in hollywood and now he's expanding yeah, he's to like animated movies and kids comedy films. Yeah. yeah he's doing all sorts of stuff and that's awesome! Like, what a what a, what a year he's had. And he, that I was a little hesitant. I was like, wait, The Rock's going to be in an animated movie? Like, he's not he a, did gr- a great job. Yeah, yeah. And then his song is awesome. It like, is. He's Welcome. great in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was and cool. It's that theme where he's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah totally. He's like, yeah. and I'm taking your boat. Bye. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about you, Marty? Uh, I think yeah. My top yeah. three are. Uh, Number three is Arrival. Number two is The Nice Guy. And number one is Far and Away, La La Land. Yeah, cool. Mine, yeah. mine would be Cloverfield Lane, Arrival, Nice Guys. Yeah. Zootopia yeah. is in there somewhere. What's Nice Guys? It's uh, by Shane Black. It's like, Russell have you ever Crow, seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. Sort of a it's really good. spiritual successor yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was earlier in the year, which yeah, is why I don't think early I summer. remember it. So, yeah. Yeah. And plus, like, what else was big? Generally, this when you're talking like Oscar caliber movies, you're not really talking about comedies. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. that it's all a comedy, right? No, and I think yeah. some of the performances. Yeah, it's like a comedy. Yeah. yeah, I'd qualify that as a comedy. Yeah, like, what, I still was Deadpool this year. I still, yeah, Deadpool was oh, this year. Deadpool, Deadpool yeah. ruled. Yeah. I liked Civil yeah. War. I was a little disappointed by Rogue One. Yeah, um, I was a little underwhelmed. I liked by Rogue Doctor One. Strange. Um, yeah. I, I didn't even see it. I forgot it. Yeah, it was it was a great year for movies. I think being kind of a snobby dude when it comes to films, like a lot of the movies that I talk about as being the best films of the year are not the big blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, I very much enjoyed Deadpool and Civil War and obviously Rogue One and stuff, but, like, the movies that I found sticking with me are definitely Arrival, uh, Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. and La La Land. I love those two movies. And the one that no one's talking about that I think is definitely my favorite movie of the year is Everybody Wants Some, that Richard Linklater yeah. movie mm-hmm. about I the baseball team. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. It came out really early in the year, I think, like, March sometime mm-hmm. around then. And, like, it kind of came and went, but no one does movies that are, like, kind of sweet wandering slice of life stories the way Richard Linklater does. Um, it's very much like they build it as a spiritual sequel to Days and Confused and it really is just that. Like it's just these you jump into this world and you don't really have to know much about it. You just feel like you're hanging out with these really cool characters. So that was one of the ones that really made a mark on me. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. We have yeah. four questions. We'll Being go through them quickly. To, to wrap up. We're gonna answer these real quick. 
Seth Macy, dog kissing. Is it gross? No. No. Seth, come on. I'm confused by the question. I mean, kind of. Oh, no, because I asked for questions. Shut up. Well, kiss a dog I asked for mouth? questions uh, about dogs. Do I let them stick their tongue dogs? into my mouth? No. Because that's, but they that's just, gross. They, like, lick your arm or face. Oh, yeah, that's it's fine. fine. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'm unclear on the yeah. definition. But it's still kind of like when that happens, I'm like, remember to wash your yeah, hands. Yeah, you wash yourself off, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Hoppe Jones. More Aussie perspectives from Alana on living in America. What's the strangest cultural difference she has encountered? Probably a handful of them, right? Yeah, there are tons. You probably made a video about this. This is a weird. videos on my YouTube channel about it, but the one that is most relevant right now is uh, politics. It's like, it seems like political campaigns in the US last for a year and people actually support political parties. Whereas in Australia, it's like, it feels like it lasts like three months and everyone hates every leader always and just <laughs> never like actually supports anyone because we don't trust politicians, I guess. So I know that still happens in the US, but it seems like the way that people are fans of parties just doesn't happen. Although that is a little, like, People have always supported parties, but like it's a little bit of a new development where people like conventions and stuff. You got to like you got to America tickets, at a like very strange point in our yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. become like yeah. it's become it's like strange. team sports. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, people have party fans. loyalty, but I still feel like even the people who have party loyalty will still mm. hate on that party really oh, openly yeah, totally, all the time. So totally. it's like it's it's a very odd difference. I think you're you're, Alana, you're oh god. I had a really weird question for you. Do you know what you know soda, right? Yeah. Do you call it pop in Australia? Soft drink. Soft drink. Yeah. In Canada, we would call it pop. Mm -hmm. And when I came to America, I was like, hey, do you have a pop? And they're like, what are you even saying? Don't they call it pop Like, in you want some me to states? hate you? Some states. Yeah, yeah some states like yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was it was really weird for me to come here and come to a state, Wisconsin, where nobody knew what pop was. Yeah, I mean, I have yeah. uh, I have another video on my YouTube channel where I literally just list words that I found different meanings for. Yeah. And I ha I'm starting another list because there are so many things that, like, I'll what try you, and say a word. What did you like, call a garbage disposal an hour ago? Insincorator. Insincorator. Uh, okay. Eric Sean well, Riley asked, how do each of you feel about achievements in games? For me, I won't play a bad game just to get the achievements, but it's a great excuse to go back to games I really liked and play them a different way. I um, love achievements. Pretty similar. I, I go for them, but I wouldn't I wouldn't play like there's someone on my friends list who I've spoken about before. There's tons of achievements who plays like cheerleading games and mm -hmm. like horse riding games for the achievements. I wouldn't do that, but yeah. I'll go for them if I really like a game and want more out of it. 99% of the time, I couldn't care less. Yeah, Like same. in a game like Halo 3 where I'm in love with it, I'll go out of my way to 100% mm -hmm. it. But like e that was when I was in college. Like now I wouldn't have the time or the effort even in a game that I love to go mm -hmm. out of my way to do achievements. I wish I didn't care. <laughs> but like why care is the thing it's really hard to turn off as like someone who is a completionist on most things like i've been like that since the n64 tried 100 every level it's like it's really hard to not do for yeah. me if i really love a game and i see that there's achievements i didn't unlock during my core playthrough it, it gives me an incentive to try the playing the game different ways yeah. or seeing things that the developer put in an achievement for that i didn't even get to experience mm -hmm. yeah. so it actually so really uh, opens up your Fable perspective that'll like dress up in this specific thing and hit on someone like yeah. a bunch of dumb yeah. fun stuff. yeah yeah you yeah. did play a game in a new way yeah mm -hmm. yeah that is it very cool that was uh barbell fire uh thank you all so much for listening to unlocked episode 278 uh ryan will be back next week i promise well, uh, i may not you may not we i will sleep dead. you will sleep <laughs> i will sleep uh, oh i'm out next week uh, that, oh, we moved the show. I don't know. So there's going to be some combination yeah. of four people what on the show. Yeah. Uh, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm uh, at McBiggity with two Gs and two Ts. Uh, Alana is at Charalanazard. Uh, Sean is at Shot by Finnegan. And you blocked me a long time and ago. And I blocked you. Wait, you, <laughs> didn't you change it? You're at Destin. Uh, at Destin Legary. At, at Destin Legary. That's yeah. pretty easy. You can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked. And Facebook, if you search for Podcast Unlocked, you'll find the group on there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, once again, this was Unlocked, episode 278. And we'll see you all next week. Bye, Bye. everybody. Goodbye.